Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. Today we have Ali West with us, and he's the owner of the Kinetic Fitness Gym and the host of the Kinetic Fitness Show. So I'm thrilled to have Ali on. Ali, would you mind starting by telling us how you how you got started in fitness? Yeah, so my I fell into fitness, fell into fitness by accident, you could say, because growing up, all I wanted to do was be a professional football player or soccer, as mm-hmm. you guys might call it. So I just wanted to play football. That's all I wanted to do. Um, I didn't really have much interest in anything else. I just wanted to kick a football around and and hopefully become a professional footballer. And I was never an amazing player. I mean, I still play now. I'm 33 now, but I just play locally. Um, But I was never an amazing player, but I always put my 100% effort in. I was always hardworking, 100% effort. And leading up till I was about 18, 19, I was playing a, a relatively high standard. It was like maybe just a couple of leagues below professional level. So it was semi-professional, but still a good standard where you can get paid and you play in the big competitions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the time, I was playing really, really well. I was playing good football and there was there was professional clubs watching our games, not to say they were maybe watching me, but they were coming down to, to watch our games. And at 18 and a half, 19, I had a nasty injury. I tore my ACL, so I ruptured my cruciate. Um, didn't play again for nearly two years and everything changed off the back of that. So I turned like 20. I came very close to going over to the States because I got offered a football scholarship to a, a college in Central Florida. But with my age and with the scholarship that was being provided, I turned it down and I didn't do that. And then a friend just randomly said, oh, have you ever thought about going into fitness and becoming a personal trainer? And I said, no, because I've never stepped foot in a gym really in my life. I've always played football or ran. That's how I kept myself fit. fit. Um, so I did an intensive two-week course to get my gym instructor's qualification. Absolutely loved it. And I was lucky enough to get a job off the back of that at a corporate health club at Virgin Active. So everyone's heard of the brand Virgin, Richard Branson's brand. That's the the company that I started working for, which was pretty good because they, they really look after the staff. They're a huge brand and one of the biggest providers of health and fitness from a health club perspective here in the UK. Uh, not to say they haven't got locations worldwide as well. So that was great. And uh, Virgin trained me up to get my personal training qualification. And between 2008 and 2011, I spent all of that time getting my qualifications and really diving deep into the stuff that I was interested in. So I did a lot of functional type courses because I was heavily into human movement. I was obsessed with how can I analyze people's movement? How can I get them to move better? How can I get them out of pain? And then ultimately, I believed, and I still do believe now, if people move well and they feel good within the movement, then their results are going to they're going to come off the back of that. So if it's weight loss or fitness or or energy, movement, good movement or optimal movement will help them with that. So I did everything. I did Viper, Powerplate, TRX, uh, biomechanics. I did two diplomas in biomechanics. I did all my nutrition qualifications. Literally anything I could get my hands on, I did. 
Uh, and then I carried that on uh, beyond 2011 when I went out and set my own personal training business up. So I set a, a personal training business up in a small studio in a in an apartment complex. It was just a ground floor kind of space, very small, me and three other trainers in there. And I did that for five years from 2011 till 2016. Uh, full client base, like 25, 30 sessions a week, helping people with their movement, mainly fat loss and weight loss and, and movement and injury rehab and prevention. And then the next logical step was to open my own gym, which I did in January, 2017. So we're approaching four years being open now and my gym's called Kinetic Fitness. And uh, we help mainly people to lose body fat, increase their energy and take control of their, their health and well-being. And the, the main clients that we work with are people that are in a corporate environment. So they're busy working professionals, a lot of them might have families as well. They don't have much time on their hands, but they want to move well, look well, feel well, and mainly, like I said, like change their their body, their body shape, and and get in a healthier shape and have more energy. So that's kind of like a potted history of of where I've come from and how I got into it. And in respect to your question about mind, body, spirit, that kind of happened to me uh, in 2015. So just before I decided to quit my personal training business and open the gym I went to I well firstly I broke up with my ex-partner and then my friend lived in Scottsdale Arizona so I flew out to see him as just to get away and be on my own and spend some time with him and he took me to Sedona and my whole life changed in Sedona so I had a massive spiritual experience um people can listen to my podcast and hear me talk about the experience which is kind of hard to put in a short said a couple of sentence here, sentences here because it was very profound, life-changing, and my whole direction and purpose and everything in my life switched from when I went to Sedona. And then everything's just excelled from there. So I've, I've, I've got into meditation, I've got into breath work, I've got into my spiritual practices, journaling, forgiveness, you name it, like anything that I can help um, to develop my own personal self and my own personal being. And now I try and instill that and help people with that as well so I, I not only can i help them with that kind of fitness aspect and the nutrition aspect which is a huge part of it but still it's it's only one part or two parts of it now i've got the skills and the skill set to help them on that kind of deeper stuff that we don't really know about and we often neglect and that is really really important because we are spiritual beings living a human experience yeah, absolutely. Would you say that, so like I have raised children that have grown up in, in sports and um, they played soccer or football, just like you from the time they were little. My my oldest actually broke her, um, she broke both of her her lower leg bones, her tibia and her fibula when she was- I've done that as well. Yeah, well, right at I've the ankle. That. I've broke my nose, I've done it all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right when, like right into going into her senior year of high school. Um, but what I found watching, you know, athletes is that they have a mindset that not everybody has. Like they have an ability to, especially when they're very skilled. And it sounds like you're a very skilled athlete, that you have an ability to kind of get into the zone. How has that kind of helped you? over the years because it's definitely something that I've seen in my own experience that people have a they have a hard time switching into a different mindset and you know thinking about um, their own limitations mm -hmm. kind of getting in their own way so 
how can you like how do you use your, your own experience of being able to do that and then paired with what you experienced out in arizona like because it sounds like you had like a bit of like an awakening so you're seeing a little Pretty bit exactly. of a yeah so looking backward like you know uh, hindsight is 2020 what do you what do you see there that has that you might not have seen before like did you maybe take that um for granted yeah i, th I think i think prior to prior to this kind of spiritual awakening or whatever you want to call it happened. I think I was very much just um, letting life lead me as opposed to me leading life, if that makes sense. So I was, I was still young, obviously I was, I was about 28, 29 when I, when I went over to Arizona. So leading up to that, I was in my mid to early twenties and, um, I'd done quite a lot in that time. I mean, I'd, I'd built up my client base within a health club, left that, and then built up a client base out on my own. And I was 22 years old when I bought my first house, which for a lot of people is very young to have a mortgage and all that kind of stuff. So I'd gone through a lot in, a, in early ages. And it's a good point that you made because I probably never thought of that about the drive and the determination of, of from playing a sport. And I think when you are an athlete and when you do play a sport, even if it's not to a, a high level, you still have that something inside you, that kind of burning desire and that drive that that helps you to participate in that sport that can cross over and carry over into everyday life. And I think it's it's really apparent in this country as well because we have like crappy weather most of the time. And these people that play football or not even football, golf, cricket, rugby, a lot of sports over here, they're there on a january wednesday night when it's snowing and it's icy cold and they're in the shorts and t-shirt and they still drive they still got the drive to do it and the commitment to do it so there is that burning kind of desire and that passion i suppose around around sport and around athletic pursuits that can cross over into business and into into everyday life definitely and then i mean the last the last kind of five five years or so is has really taught me that it, everything is to me is a lesson it's a life lesson so everything that happens to you it it doesn't just happen to you it happens to you for a reason and and can you analyze what's happened can you take that into your psyche into your awareness and into your field of being and learn from it and progress and the last three years of running this gym has like literally kicked me up the backside or the ass so many times um, dragged me down through the ground, through the mud, through the dirt, blood, sweat, tears, everything. But I wouldn't change it for for anything because it's taught me so many life lessons and business lessons that I wouldn't have had if I didn't go on the path or through the process that that I've gone gone through. And um, it's important for the people listening to this as well that to realize that everyone's on their own their own journey and their own path so what works for me might not work for you and what works for the next person might not work for you so it's about finding your own um your own path your own journey and embracing that journey and living it to to the fullest ultimately and that's that's the biggest takeaways i've had in the last 10 years or so for sure what kind of um, that's amazing. What what kind of techniques would you so like you spoke about how you like to, you know, inspire other people to live, you know, like, kind of like live their best life. And 
in reference to how everyone is different, how do you help people kind of tap into finding their own, you know, their yep. own mindset, finding their own path? How do you help with that? Yeah, the, the first starting point for me is really working out or asking the right questions to that individual so they can work out um, really, I'd say three things. And these are probably things that most people never even think about. They're not taught in school. They're never really asked these kind of questions. They might be if they they work in a high corporate environment, but most of the time they don't ask. So the first kind of things I ask people are like, firstly, do you know what your purpose is? Like what you believe you're here to do? And most people be like, I don't even know what you're talking about or mm -hmm. I've never even heard that before. The second thing I ask them is well, like, what are your desires? So what do you desire? And desire on the deepest level because some people might say oh i desire a, a lamborghini or or a high-paid job or whatever but that's not what they really desire so i try and dig deep and say okay so what do you desire and this this comes out quite a lot with the work i do with with the vast majority of our clients because whether it's in the gym or it's online coaching the vast majority 90 percent of our clients are fat loss clients weight loss clients people that want to lose body fat and feel better about themselves so a lot of the time, their deepest desires are just to, to to feel good about themselves, to move without pain, to have more energy, to play with their kids and not be out of breath, for their partners to look at them and say, oh, you look sexy or, or whatever the case may be. But nobody really digs that deep and nobody really asks these poignant and powerful questions that are going to access what those true deepest desires are. And again, that's going back to everyone's different. Your desires are different to mine, to the next person, to the next person. We've all got our own individual desires, but it's about digging deep and finding what they are. Because for me, desire is the starting point because nobody's ever going to do anything. They're never going to make any changes. They're never going to achieve anything if they don't have the desire to do it. So it's like it's like weight loss. Like if you've got the desire to lose weight, deep burning desire, you're going to do it. And it doesn't matter what somebody says or whether like someone slaps you around the face or takes something away from you. You're going to keep doing it and doing it until you succeed and you achieve weight loss. So desire is I mean, knowing the purpose and knowing the desires are like the for me, they're like the foundational blocks of of achieving anything. And then the third thing to kind of get into this is is asking someone what their own values are and their personal values, which ties nicely into the other two, into purpose and desire. So what are, your, what are your personal values? I mean, everyone goes into a business and that business has got core values, uh, in air quotes, core values. So McDonald's will have core values, Disney, Sony, the list goes on. They'll all have their own core values. But do you have your own personal values? Are there any kind of non-negotiables or things that you live by? And I've got my own set of core values and, and personal values and I hold them dear to myself and I try and act on them and live by them with integrity every single day. But if you went out into the street now, wherever you are, and said, walked up to someone and said, oh, what are your what are your personal values? What do you live by? What do you stand for? They'll be like, they'll look at you like you've just asked them like a massive algebra question or something. And mm -hmm. it's not really difficult questions. It's just that we are so busy and we're so like engrossed in everything that's going on and we're living the rat race and we're 100 million miles an hour that we never take stock to ask these questions that are literally life-changing and when you know your purpose when you know what your desires are and when you know what your personal values are you can really blossom and live as i said the full life the best life whatever you want to call it and really make the most of your time here 
in this vessel. <laughs> so it sounds to me like, you know, kind of digging into yourself and, you know, asking, you know, these questions of your clients, you're really unlocking all of their potential and allowing them to get out of their own way. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because questions are so powerful and we don't ask enough questions or we ask questions, but we don't ask the right ones. And mm. we, we ask very kind of blase, skimming the surface questions and we don't mm. go deep enough. And and, so, and and when it comes to weight loss and fat loss or exercise or anything to do with health and well-being, a lot of it boils down to, to, um, to making habitual changes, which most people struggle with. So how do you incorporate this into your training? I mean, is this something that you have your clients do on the front end? Like, do they do this before they even start working with you? Is it something that yeah, you yeah. do along the way? Okay. Yeah, so, so, so mindset is a huge uh, component of our, of our coaching programs, whether that's in person, in our bricks and mortar business, or whether that's online, because we work with people all over the world as well with online coaching. So that's great because it allows us to help more people and inspire more people globally. So we do, um, we do there's various documents that an individual will have to like fill out and go through in relation to a lot of these things that I've just spoken about. So what are their desires? What are their goals? What do they really want to achieve? Um, and digging, digging deeper on it. And then we use this something that I've developed called goal setting with purpose, which is, is not traditional goal goals and it goes more deeper into the emotional side of of goals and and why they want to achieve these things so it is a huge component because the mind is a it's a massive part of everything that we do and it's so so important and when you can really kind of harness the mind and get control of it and use it to your advantage then that's that's again when people can make powerful changes to their to their life and to their to their well-being the answer to the question is yes it's throughout the throughout the coaching but definitely at the front and definitely at the start okay very good do you ever run into clients who are very resistant to the mindset stuff you know like who are just like i just want to exercise i just want to lose the weight like i don't want to do all that stuff i don't want to think about yeah. that. i don't have time for that do you run into that how do you handle it yeah, I think you do run into it. Um, what I'd like to think is, though, is when you when you do get clarity on, as an individual or as a business or as a health professional, whatever, when you do get clarity on what you are and who you stand for and what you stand for, sorry, and and who your kind of maybe your avatar is or your or your niche, however you want to label it up. Um, without sounding cheesy, you do get the whole vibe attracts your tribe kind of thing. So you do start to attract more of the clients that you want to work with. Uh, and that's not to say that, oh, I'm dismissing anyone that's not into the mindset thing. Absolutely not. But I do feel when you start doing the right things and the right processes and you really know what your kind of your vibe is, then law of attraction if you want to call it that it, it will it will come back to you but yeah i mean the, there's clients that that i've worked with and they're, they're maybe very very resistant and you have to you have to firstly realize that everyone is an individual as I've, we've mentioned multiple times already today that everyone is an individual and they've all got their own got their their own way of life and uh, you've got to respect that as, as a coach you know people are alike 
although we are all one and we're all connected, no two people are, are the same. So you've got to take that into account and really start to, again, ask questions and unpick, what, well, why are they resistant to it? What's going on? Is there something that's happened in the past? Is it the programming? Is it, there could be X amount of things that, that are making them resistant to, to the mindset stuff. Yeah, I think what I've found that works well with people that are resistant to any kind of mindset stuff or anything for that matter is is just kind of sprinkling it in there every now and again, just dropping like little little bits of, of, of information in there without them maybe even realizing. So subliminally putting it in there until they're changing their ways and they're changing their mindset, maybe without them even realizing it. So bit of a bit of magic. That's amazing. So what can you tell me about how you are working with people online? Like you have your brick and mortar. Are you guys open now? Are you open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're open. I'm at this where I'm sat now. We call it. It's like our staff room, but I call it the naughty cupboard. It's where you go if you've been naughty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so my <laughs> wife's out in the office at the moment doing the thing. Uh, the gym's fully, fully operational. Um, so yeah, we're, the gym's open. I think we're into our six week now of reopening we reopened on the 27th of july nice we're still closed where i'm at still closed oh no way yeah yeah it's pretty crazy um so obviously like you're operating your gym you know you've got people coming in are you finding that some people are liking the online stuff better are they really happy to come back to the gym like what are you what are you have you found that there's been a shift in the way that people are wanting to participate with you uh yeah 100 percent um let's be honest uh, the 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 whole situation of this year and the whole covid and and the lockdown it is affected everything it's affected the way that um the customer goes about their their journey within within fitness and within wellness so it has definitely changed the trends what i'm seeing so far anyway um our our facility is a lot quieter i mean it's still early days i mean people are still getting comfortable finding their feet and uh, there are people out there who are worried and are fearful which is fine it's to be expected uh, but what we've done is try to provide the the safest possible environment. So abiding by government guidelines um, and just doing everything we can to make sure that our customers, our clientele feel safe, feel comfortable. And ultimately, it's their decision. If they if they want to come back, then we will wel welcome them with open arms. But if they don't, uh, then that's cool. We've had we've had a few people cancel their membership or cancel their personal training. We've had a few people, well, quite a few that are still on freeze, so their membership is currently frozen. And um, so they're they're taking the time to to come back, and they might come back, they might not. But yeah, definitely user user trends have have changed. But I think COVID or not COVID, I think we were seeing that anyway within the industry. I I do I do think the the rise of online coaches online training online programs online courses for health and fitness was on that kind of upwards trajectory um pre pre-covid so it was going that way anyway but with the whole lockdown and the whole covid thing it's just really like accelerated it through the roof and it was always our mine and my wife's idea to to have an online business and to to start our online coaching but we was pushing that more towards like get the gym cranked, sell the gym, go into online, do it that way. 
but our hand was kind of forced with having to close down. We was like, right, we're going to be sat here for God knows how long. Let's start our online business. So we actually only launched that. We were doing little bits of online coaching prior, but nothing, nothing like really detailed or actually like dialed in. So way back in April, like just when our lockdown started here in the UK, we was put our heads together. We did a lot of reflecting and a lot of kind of thinking, where do we want to go? What do we want to do? What does the next five, 10, 15 years look like? And we made a conscious decision that we need to set up an online coaching business. So we did that. Um, we went through some coaching with a successful um, entrepreneur who helps fitness businesses with their, with their online businesses um and went through her program and that really taught us the ins and outs of online because i've only ever worked offline so it was very new for me so we set up our online coaching which is a combination of of, of check-ins via zoom to two half an hours a week and um, we have an online portal like this is basically an online course so it's 12 week course 12 week program they work through their lessons on the online portal so it's a combination of videos pdfs presentations and they get an exercise program that's delivered through an app so they can do that at home or in the gym and then we give them weekly nutrition uh, nutrition plans so the nutrition consists of their, their calorie intake macronutrients recipes shopping lists all that kind of stuff and that's how we deliver it so this we say the three areas that we can't concentrate on our mindset nutrition and exercise and then as i said about sprinkling things in we splice in some spirituality because not everyone's open to that kind of mm -hmm. stuff so we've got to kind of spoon feed it and drop it in there every now and again so in that online course in that online portal there is stuff about journaling about meditation about mindfulness and those kind of practices that are maybe a bit more spiritual if you want to call it that but you only have to look at like high level performers, entrepreneurs, CEOs, they're all using these techniques now. They're not all, but the vast majority of them, they're all using meditation, um, mindfulness, breath work, all that kind of stuff. So um, I've, I've used it myself. I love, I love a lot of it. There's certain stuff I don't like, but I like a lot of it. I like a lot of the self-development practices and they work for me. So we, we share them with our clients because I'd be doing them a disservice if I didn't. So that's kind of how our coaching program lines up. And we're just getting into the the second round of 12 weeks now. So we're just about to launch on Monday, our next round. So if anyone's listening to this and they want to jump on the next round, then they're more than welcome to, to book a call and, and I can explain everything in more detail. But yeah, the online's good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it because it's a different space for me. But as I said, it allows me to, to reach more people. Uh, so it's the same kind of reasoning behind launching my podcast so next year my podcast will be three years old and that was the same thing with my podcast i wanted to reach more people how can i do it i enjoy that's going to help people and i can share knowledge and wisdom and expertise from people that are a lot more wiser and cleverer than me and the podcast was the the best way to do that and uh, it's been amazing i mean i love i love it all i love i love helping people i love the gym i love my online coaching and i love the podcasting so for me, I'm doing stuff that I'm passionate about and I, that I really enjoy every single day. And what can be better than that? Absolutely. You know, I find that, you know, like I, I feel like we keep talking about this, but, um, you know, as everybody is different, that there's definitely a certain type of person that online training is really good for. Um, and there's yeah. definitely people that need to go to the gym, <laughs> you know, yeah. 
Here's a little figure that basically seven out of 10 people dislike exercise. So for every for every 10 people, seven of those people, they, they don't even like exercise. Mm -hmm. um, so people like you and me are onto like maybe a losing battle away because most people dislike it for various different reasons and most people find or think about going to a gym and they find that the most daunting experience or that's as bad as as public speaking or deaf to them going to the gym so that's why the online stuff where people can do it at their own pace or they can do it in the comfort of their own home or go to the park and watch a video and do it or whatever works really, really well because the gym isn't for everyone. Like not everyone enjoys the gym. Personally, I own a gym and I love training like to keep myself in shape and I know all the benefits of it from a scientific and a health perspective. But for me, if it was a toss up between going in there and, and chucking a load of weights around or doing some functional training or going to the field and kicking the soccer ball around, people like, well, that's crazy. You're a health and fitness professional. You're a personal trainer. You're a coach, etc. You'd rather go and play football than go to the gym. Well, that's just the way I am, and a lot of people are like that because I'm from a, a team background. So, I mean, the message that you put across to people that exercise is is for everyone and it can be done any, anywhere is so so true because you don't have to go to the gym. People have these preconceived ideas that you have to go to the gym or you have to go and do a 5K and, and, and kill yourself. You don't. I mean, one of my favorite ways of exercising is walking. It, in fact, it's hands down my favorite type of exercise is walking. I love walking. I love getting out in nature, embracing nature and walking. And I find walking can help with so many things. It burns a hell of a load of calories. It helps with your cardiovascular fitness, helps with longevity, helps with posture, and also walking's a mindfulness practice. So people are like, oh, I can't do mindfulness. Well, can you go for a walk? Yeah, you can. So you can do mindfulness because a lot of the time when you walk in, it allows you to be in the moment. And then other times you can use it as a reflective practice as well. So, okay, what's going on in my life today? Clear my head, clear my thoughts, or maybe dial in onto, onto a problem that you're having. I mean, walking's helped me with so many things in my life and that's just walking. It's, I mean, and most people have two legs and they can go for a walk and, and, and just do something as simple as that. And the one thing I do want to point out about exercise as well is that start small. A lot of people go too hard too soon. Um, exercise, wellness, weight loss, fat loss, self-development, spiritual growth is a marathon, not a sprint. It's, it's a long game. Where, and most people are hooked on these quick fixes. And there's a lot to do with that. There's society, it's social media, it's marketing. We're, we're sold these quick fixes all day long, 24 seven. And let me tell you now, there's no such thing as a quick fix. It's all about the long game. Play the long game and you will win. So when people say, all right, I'm going to go out and bust a 10K out. Well, you're busting a 10K, but you've never ran before. You're going to you're gonna get injured or you're going to hate it or you're going to give up. They're the kind of the three ways it's going to go. So if you are deconditioned, if you've not exercised for a while, just literally like go and walk, walk around the block or walk to the next street or walk to the lamppost or walk to the the trash can and come back and then next time you go you say i'm going to go to lamppost two or i'm going to go to uh, the next street across and come back and just build it and build it and build it and before you know that's how you get fitter stronger that's how habits are formed um but a big problem is people go too hard too soon particularly in the gym as well they go and like lift too heavy weights or they jump on a machine that they've never used before and then they wake up the next day and they can't move and they wonder why so Definitely start small, but also 
don't be afraid to ask for help. There's so many good professionals out there. There's so many, there's a lot of bad ones, but there's a lot of good ones as well. So find yourself a good, a, a good coach or a good trainer or a good gym instructor or a good therapist or whatever the, the angle is and, and ask for help because they'll be more than willing to help. And I mean, I, I'm always here to help. I'm an open book. So if people want to ask me anything, no charge, not a single penny exchanged. If they need help and they need guidance, then just reach out to me and I, I can help. But there's plenty of people like myself around the world that are here to help. And we've all got access in our palm of our hands now. So really, I know there's a lot of conflicting information out there, but really there's no excuse not to kind of go and get the help and learn and and, and look after yourself. Um, the time is now to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, finding like-minded individuals that can help you, I think is really beneficial. Like finding your right person and working. I think it's very helpful to um, work with somebody on your, like everything that we've been talking about on your physical fitness, on your spirituality, on your mind. Um, and the outside perspective of just like even asking the questions like, well, what, what did you eat today? Or like, how's your hydration? You know, like even asking basic questions can really make people stop in their tracks and think, well, maybe I'm not doing the best for myself right now. So having that kind of connection and having that kind of accountability, I think is extremely helpful. You know, I mean, working, I think working with fitness professionals is a great idea if you, you know, but like you said, like you do, you definitely do have to start small, but that's what's nice about working with a professional is they can pace you accordingly because mm. otherwise it's, and I do the same thing with my clients as well is otherwise you're going to do too much too soon, too fast, and you're going to hate it. You're going to quit or you're going to hurt yourself. I say the same thing. Same that's thing. Um, so it's very, very true what, what, what you're saying. Um, how is, if someone wanted to work with you directly, like what's the best way to get in touch with you? Should they like, I mean, do you have a social media um, that they should reach yeah, out to? Yeah, I mean, to? the best way really is to is to probably contact me on, on Instagram um, or if they haven't got Instagram, Facebook. On Instagram, it's Ali West Coach. So A-L-I-W-E-S-T, Coach, spelled like Coach, C-O-A-C-H. That's on Instagram. Um, I think it's the same on Facebook as well, or it might be Ali West Fitness on Facebook. Um, but Ali West, you can search me, and um, that's probably the best way to, to get in touch with me. So don't be afraid to drop me a direct message, um, and I will come back to you. The other way, I guess, is is email. So Ali, A-L-I dot West, W-A-S-T, at kineticfitness.co.uk. And kinetic is spelled K-I-N-E-T-I-K. So K-I-N-E-T-I-K, fitness, like fitness, dot co, dot U-K. And uh, as I said, I, I answer all my messages. I mean, my wife thinks I'm a bit crazy on LinkedIn because I like get messaged a lot on LinkedIn and I reply to every single one because I just think if the shoe, shoe was on the other foot and like I got ignored, I'll, I'd be a bit a bit annoyed. So I try, I do my very best to get back to every single person. But if it's any fit, anything fitness related, health related, spirituality, all the stuff we've spoken about, mm -hmm. I'll 100% come back to, to them. If you're trying to sell me something, then I might might not come back to you. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's the, that's the best ways to get in touch with me, really. And then, you know, I've checked out your podcast and I think it's amazing. So if, Thank what, you. 
if you want to go ahead and give that a plug as well. Um, 100%. I'm, I'm trying to get more listeners every every single day. So, uh, yeah, the, the podcast is The Kinetic Fitness Show. So K-I-N-E-T-I-K Fitness Show. Um, it's on all platforms. Um, most people tend to listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I don't think many people know this, though, but if you have an iPhone, you automatically have Apple Podcasts loaded onto your phone. So you don't need to download anything. You just open Apple Podcasts, search for The Kinetic Fitness Show and subscribe. And then I release episodes every week and I'm just about to launch my YouTube channel. So within the next week or so, people will be able to watch the interviews on YouTube as well, because I do the vast majority of my interviews remotely. Uh, via zoom so i record the video as well and that will be going on to youtube very soon so apple spotify youtube stitcher the literally you'll find it and if, even if you just search for the kinetic fitness show on google i should pop up and if people listen and they can leave me a review i am forever grateful because reviews really help all podcasters to to grow and uh, to reach more people but yeah on the podcast we've covered so many different topics i mean i just put out episode 84 today so we're gunning towards 100 now but i've covered everything uh, spirituality meditation um breath work um uh, i've had olympic athletes on i've had runners um at least four or five nutritionists psychologists um hypnotherapists you name it we've covered pretty much everything free diving parkour loads of stuff loads of stuff love it so, love it yeah so the mission of the podcast is just as what i said at the start of this podcast is to inspire people to live longer healthier happier and more joyful lives through making them optimally healthy in their mind body and spirit so that's what we cover everything wellness that's amazing amazing this has been an excellent talk today thank you for taking the time to talk with yeah thank you so much thanks for yeah. the time to, yeah. to share my messages Absolutely. So have a wonderful day. Thank you for your time. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. Take care. Bye. Bye. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called The Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search The Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.